and welcome to the Bliss Bean Show. I'm your host, Patrice, and on this podcast, we talk about how to design intentional days, create meaningful work, and get more out of life. Welcome back to the Bliss Bean Show. So this month on the show, we're doing something special. We're partnering with the Gap Year Association for Gap Year Exploration Month to feature real stories of Gap Year students. If you want to learn more, you can head to gapyearassociation.com and share about it using hashtag explore the gap year. So Noemi is a current gap year student who had a whole plan laid out for the travel and working that she was going to do during her gap year. But when the coronavirus hit, she had to quickly pivot and she found opportunities to become a yoga teacher, a certified ski instructor, work at a bakery and start a YouTube channel, among other things. So thank you so much for coming on the show to talk to me today. Thank you so much. (laughs) So I basically just want to go over your entire story because as I just listed all these really cool (laughs) things that you did, I want to hear about how all that happened. So could you start by telling us what your initial plan for your gap year was before the coronavirus had to change them? Yeah, of course. So first of all, uh, I always knew I wanted to take a gap year because my dad took a gap year and I just always knew, like it was no questions. And we went to Australia in 2016, I believe, and I just fell in love with the country. I just loved it and I promised myself that I would go back. So that was my plan. I wanted to go back to Australia. So my plan was to go to Australia in February 2021. So right about now and to go for six months. And just before that, I wanted to work for six months to earn enough money because Australia is expensive. So that was my initial plan. And I had everything prepared because I am a very organized and I love planning stuff. And so I had everything planned out during the pandemic. I was planning everything and that was the plan. (laughs) I want to hear more about how making those plans work because a lot of the questions I get from readers and viewers is just how did you go about planning a gap year? And I know when I was planning mine, I was super confused because I really wanted to travel on my own and I had never done that. So really the only things I knew about travel planning were just what I had seen my parents do. And so I just had no idea how are you supposed to even start with something like this. So how did you even go about deciding what you wanted to do in Australia? Yeah, so I, so Australia was no question. So Australia was a destination and I always fancied the idea of working in Australia. I don't know why, but like I thought, I mean, six months worth of money would not be enough to last me six months in Australia traveling and eating. So I decided I would I wanted to work there and also travel because obviously I'm on a gap year. And so I was like scrolling through the Internet and searching for just something that will help me and give me the opportunity to work there. So um I found this website, well actually, no, I did not, my dad found it, but (laughs) I found this website that would allow me to go work there, they would help me with like taxes and visas and whatever, but they would let me like live alone there, so I was very happy because I didn't want to go in an association or like organisation, I wanted to live on my own, so I found this super website I called everybody up and had everything planned had my flights and everything and yeah so basically I just went on the internet (laughs) there are so many helpful resources out there and I mean there's some like official 
travel planning travel guides websites but also I think just going and like looking at blogs or YouTube mm-hmm. videos and see what did other people do in Australia or I know when I was traveling every time it was time for me to visit a new city I just do an Instagram like ask box <laughs> in my stories what should I do in this city or actually another thing which isn't about like booking flights or accommodations or anything like that but just for specific things to see if you go on Instagram and search by location and see where people people are taking their Instagram photos. That was how I made most of my list yeah. of things or places that I wanted to visit. So I, I'm curious, what was that website called? It sounds yeah, super helpful. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's called, I believe, Oyster. Oy, Oyster? I think it's based in the UK. So I was really happy because, um, yeah, they're British people. And I'm British, so I felt like good. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. I think it's just very helpful to have someone kind of guiding you and I guess that's what they did for you because you definitely don't have to go it alone um for example for me I found um one of the counselors at my school to be super helpful because what I wanted to do was do some workaway programs and he had done a lot of that traveling around Asia and so he just sat me down and gave me all of this advice and it was really helpful because my parents were supportive but they just didn't know much about the specific thing that I wanted to do so they could support me but not necessarily help me in planning it (laughs) yeah 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 I think it's super cool though that uh, your dad took a gap year, though. Did he always, like, encourage you, or were, you, or were you just inspired by him? No, well, I'm a, I'm a very big fan of my dad's. When you listen to this, you'll laugh. Like, he's, I, I mean, he's basically my idol. Like, it's big thing. And, yeah, he took a gap year, but he never forced us to take one. Uh, but he just, like, always told me these stories about his gap year, going to Australia. I think he believe, he went to China, too. And I just, I don't know, it was never a question for me. I always wanted to take a gap year. But, like, for example, so I'm the oldest. I have a younger brother and a younger th- sister. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think my sister, it's not really her plan. And I that's totally fine with my parents. It's just for me, I find it so cool. And I mean, I, I guess you too, you also took a gap year. It's such a cool <laughs> opportunity. Yeah, I love that. Like I always talk about gap years and I encourage people to take them, but only if you're genuinely interested in the idea. Like I'm yeah. not saying everyone should take a gap year. I just think everyone should have the opportunity to learn about it mm-hmm. because it can be very, very helpful. It's just not a super common option. No. So I want to move on to talking about um, well, all these great plans you made and then how you had to change all those yeah. plans. So what happened when you, um, or at what point did you realize that this would not be possible anymore? And then what steps did you take? Yeah, so actually it took quite a long time for me to realize that I was probably not going to go to Australia. So the pandemic hit here in Switzerland in March and I was continuing on planning my gap year. I thought, wow, I mean, coronavirus is, I mean, not so cool, but it's a good opportunity for me to, um, start planning my gap year and I was just really into it and I guess until like the coronavirus got worse and worse and we didn't have our exams and I like we couldn't travel and in like August summer holidays my parents were like telling me no no I think 
I think your plan going to Australia is going to be, uh, it's not exactly going to be how you want it to be. And they were like preparing me because I was very into it. Like everybody who knew me knew I wanted to go to Australia and they knew it was going to be like hard on me. So I was like, yeah, it's no big deal. I mean, it's in February. And like my dad was starting to tell me, yeah, um, if you don't go to Australia, it's not a big deal. Gap year is not about traveling. It's about, I don't know what he was telling me, but just trying to prepare me. And in September, all of my friends went back to university and everybody was just like going their own way. And I started to realize that I was probably not going to go to Australia. And that was a very rough time for me. Mentally, I was not very good. Like I was realizing that all of my plans were basically shattered and I had nothing left. And I was like not regretting, but thinking to myself, why did I just not go to university? How did your friends who went to university feel like you you said you were thinking maybe you should have gone to university but I've heard from some of my friends that they felt they should have taken a gap year because they were really not enjoying their online classes how did your friends feel yeah I've heard both like both sides my friends were like a lot of them or a few of them were going to university not far from here so they couldn't even live on campus they are living at home so that's quite Mm -hmm. difficult and now it's exam season so I think it's very difficult for them because it's online Um, but some of them are actually quite happy and are thinking online school is so cool but I know most of my well actually all of my friends are very not gonna say envious but think it's I took like the right path and yeah so the first six months you were gonna spend working so did your plans for the type of work that you were going to do have to change yeah um so I started work at 16 at Brandy Melville I don't know if I'm allowed to say that but I was no okay (laughs) actually okay I interviewed someone from Europe just yesterday and they also were like am I allowed to mention brand names and you are the only two people who have ever (laughs) asked me that so it must be a European thing (laughs) yeah so yeah I worked for two years at Brandy Melville so yeah 16 to 18 so until summer and I mean I wanted to change because I mean it was really cool such a good experience but I I mean it's been two years so my dream was to work in a coffee shop obviously that is not the best idea when a pandemic is basically here like it's not coffee shops are the first things uh, closing but I was very determined and like sent my CV everywhere and lost hope kind of because if like in September I didn't have good answers and I was really not in a good place so miraculously like I received a message from a girl telling me she uh, is working in a bakery and she's going back to school in October and was basically searching for somebody to work in this bakery and I was like okay bakery it's not a coffee shop but it's still really cool I'm going to learn really cool stuff so from October to now and I mean till the end of my gap year I'm working in a bakery uh, two days a week so that's really not too much and I have a lot of time to focus on other stuff. Yeah that sounds amazing. So like you said you had a lot of free time outside of working at the bakery to work on things and we listed some of the things that you did with that time in your intro. So do you want to just where do you want to start I guess yeah. you did so many cool things <laughs> tell us about I, them I did a list because I was like maybe I'm gonna forget oh, love stuff it. 
um yeah so chronologically I started in summer I did a program it's called INSEAD but it's a European uh, school MBA school but it, it was basically a week for young people like me and we learned all about to be an entrepreneur and that kind of stuff yeah so I started with that and that was really cool good kickoff and then I got my driving license and then for like the more exciting stuff I so my two well three big passions are photography skiing and yoga and skiing I already had planned out that I wanted to become a ski teacher I was already a ski coach but I wanted to do a special like ski program so that was planned out but then yoga I didn't know, I didn't think I was like good enough to become a yoga teacher. So I I don't know, I was just on the internet and I found like an online school in America, actually in Texas, I believe. And it basically offered for not too expensive a yoga teacher training. And I don't know why, but I decided to get in and do this yoga teacher training it took me four months and now I'm waiting for my final answer and normally in a few weeks days I'm going to be a certified yoga teacher so I'm so excited (laughs) yeah thank you and yes I'm so happy about that and I mean it's so cool to say I'm a yoga teacher well I'm not yet but in a few weeks And so now I just want to continue with this yoga journey and like get certified in other stuff. So like yin yoga, restorative yoga, that kind of stuff. So that's for yoga. And then skiing, I become like a, when French is called the jeunesse sport, but it's basically a ski teacher training. Yeah, so I got that in December and I was also very fortunate because a few days later they were cancelling all of these courses due to the pandemic. So I'm hoping to get my second level in April if everything goes well. So I became a ski teacher and I'm going to teach at my local ski school this winter. Very excited about that. And also I'm going to coach in my ski club. So, so much stuff in the winter season. Um, Yeah, that's basically all the big things. (laughs) Yeah, this sounds amazing. So... Another question that I often get regarding gap years um, from viewers and readers is how do you stay motivated on a gap year? Because the awesome thing about taking a gap year is you have so much free time to pursue things that you otherwise would not have time for, but it also takes some discipline and motivation to use that time. So do you have any tips for people who are struggling to stay motivated while they're not attending school? Yeah, so I actually also get this question quite often because a lot of people tell me, no, no, what are you doing all day? Just watching Netflix. I'm like, um, no. Um, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. No, um, I, I think I'm a very motivated and disciplined person by nature. When I'm up to something, I just give my 100% and I've always been like that. But I know a lot of people struggle with that. So I know what helps me is to have a, a plan, a, fi- a fixed like a fixed schedule agenda. And I just put everything in and I, well, I, I, my biggest hope for this year I really wanted to be very busy 
so that's what I did. I basically what I did is just listed my passions and thought, what in the world can I do with this? And also, I didn't mention, but I'm I became like I. I'm in a photography club also. So my three passions, I thought, what in the world can I do with this? I found stuff, put in my agenda and just went on with it. And I know if I don't feel productive at the end of the day, I just feel so bad. And I'm like, I mean, it's useless for me. So also, I I read a lot of like self-help books and that motivates me so much. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think one piece of advice that I can pull from that is finding some sort of structure. So for photography, you said you joined a photography club. For yoga, you applied for a yoga teacher training. And so I think those kinds of things are nice because it's a commitment that you make and then you kind of have to show up. Oh, yeah. Like if you were just practicing yoga on your own, which I'm sure you also do, (laughs) but like or just taking photos on your own, it takes a little bit more willpower to do. Like, for example, I see the days where I I don't plan anything out. I basically don't do anything. And the days where I have, yeah, I have to do this yoga lesson. I have to go to this photography club thingy. Then I just get on with my day and it's so much better. So I love planning everything out, but also staying flexible because the pandemic is, well, it has taught me that. <laughs> yeah. I think another another key aspect of your motivation and something to remember is that you actually really enjoy all of the things that you committed yourself to. So the cool thing about a gap year is, is it's a time to explore things you're actually interested in. So like when I took my first gap year, I was just, I was super busy, but I was doing stuff I really, really enjoyed. And so it was totally different from the kind of busyness that I experienced in high school. Which brings me to something that you um, said in one of your quotes that I requested from you, (laughs) was that taking a gap year, it's a year on, not a year off. So can you explain what you mean by that? Yeah, I heard that somewhere and I thought, that is such a cool thing. Um, Yeah, so I have a lot of people, mainly adults, they've told me like, why are you wasting this year? Why not just going to university and like everybody getting your degree? Why are you basically wasting a year? And I was like, how in the world can you say that? I mean, I can see you have not taken a gap year. Like it is for me, I am learning so much more that I would be learning in university. I'm not meaning academically, obviously, but about myself, I never thought I could grow so much and learn about myself so much, even staying at home. So for me, I would say it's a year on because it's a year that is so, I don't know what word to use, but it's so important and so, I mean, so useful. I mean, I can't, I don't understand people telling me that this year is just useless. I mean, take a gap year for yourself. It's so good yeah so for me it's a year on did you experience a lot of 
quote-unquote naysayers like trying to discourage you from taking a gap year i know your dad was super Mm -hmm. supportive so i think it's just so so great to have parents who understand the value of a gap year but was anyone else in your life trying to be like no you should you should go to university this is not a good idea yeah so like obviously my family was extremely supportive my friends closest friends were very supportive too they i mean i think most of them didn't really understand but they were very supportive and but I would say the people who were the less supportive are like the people when I used to tell people I was going to Australia and at the time I wanted to go to Australia to become a ski teacher and I know it's very con- like very weird because when you think of Australia you think of surfing but there's actually mountains in Australia and a lot of people were telling me you'll never have the money, you'll never be brave enough to go to Australia because it's so far, and you'll never survive on your own for six months without any family. And I just wanted to go to Australia to prove them wrong and to show everybody that I can do it. So yeah, I experienced a lot of people telling me that it's not a good idea and that I would never make it. And honestly, I think, I mean, I'm I'm we're only in January or February um but I think honestly I'm proving them wrong and people like some of my friends are now telling me wow like it was such a good idea you were right (laughs) I love that you didn't listen to them and that you followed your own path so you kind of gave a preview of some of the things some of the opportunities that you are going to have this winter um Can you kind of give us a little summary of what your plans are until you start college? Will you be starting in September? Yeah, I'll be starting in September in the university in Switzerland, which I'm very excited for, Um, but a bit scared of because, I mean, I'm going to have to work again and that's going to be... (laughs) Um, Shoot, just do more gap years. Yeah, (laughs) maybe go on the second one, third one, just live a gap life. So... At the start of my gap year, I decided to divide my gap year in three. It was like a a game plan. (laughs) First one was until December, and I wanted to get my yoga teacher training, photography, bakery, blah, 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 all the things I listed, get my driving license. My second plan is now until March, April, and that's basically what I told you before, so skiing. And my third, like, part so March till September and at the start of my gap year I thought that would be maybe the moment I'll be able to travel a bit um now I'm actually realizing that probably won't won't happen but I'm honestly leaving it open I don't know what's going to happen I honestly I, I already said that but I'm so such an organized planned person like my friends just get so angry with me because I want everything to the minute planned like on trips I'm so bad but um this year has really taught me to stay flexible so it's a big step for me to just say this is just open so honestly we'll see I'm hoping good things are happening and I'm sure they will (laughs) yes I hope so for you too I think that was an important lesson for everyone just keep your options open because yeah. we couldn't predict anything this past year and probably for a couple more months uh, oh, yeah. more still. <laughs> so 
if you don't mind me asking, I'm kind of curious what you're going to be studying in university and kind of what you would like to do in life, if that's not too big of a question, because you you have become a ski teacher and a yoga teacher and you took the business course. So are any of these things um, interests or passions that you would like to pursue in the future? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to be studying university business administration and I'm really interested in like marketing um, but that's basically all I know. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do later. I know it's going to be in the business field. Yoga and skiing are always going to be passions, but I would love to give ski lessons and yoga lessons uh, all through my life, but not as a main job because I'm honestly, I'm very ambitious and I don't want to stop here and I just want to continue because otherwise I could stop here and just because I'm a ski teacher yoga teacher so I could just stop here and get on with my life but I honestly really want to continue going to business marketing maybe and yeah then I don't know (laughs) well speaking of marketing I totally forgot to cover this but another thing you did was you started a YouTube channel you want to talk about that yeah (laughs) that's a big thing yeah well I started it in May actually but um yeah so I decided to start a YouTube channel because I don't know. I've always loved speaking, if that's not obvious. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love like I love Instagram. Honestly, I love social media, and I am a big fan of photography. And so, videography always interests me. And during also during the pandemic, I learned how to use Premiere Pro, and I'm now going to learn Final Cut Pro. So the two like montage um, apps. Yeah, so I started my YouTube channel to basically uh, document my gap year. So I thought I was going to do like nice Australian vlogs and that kind of thing. But um, change of plans. So yeah, I'm just documenting my gap year, filming stuff I like, filming with my friends and honestly having a good time because I, I sometimes I just watch back to like my vlogs in, in summer and I'm like so happy I filmed it. And yeah, I think it's such a cool thing. Yeah, I mean, I would encourage any, I always encourage people to start YouTube channels, but I can relate to watching old vlogs. Uh, The vlog format is not one that I do frequently, but occasionally during high school, I would do like a week in the life. And I just recently watched through those and it's really like a time capsule, like Mm -hmm. seeing so, so closely this different stage of your life. So your channel's called Life of No-No, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll link it in the show notes. Perfect, Um, thank you. So it was so great to hear you talk about your entire story. I think we could end with a couple of lightning round questions. Um, I just wrote down two as we were talking. So my first question is, you're someone who loves planning and organization. Do you, do you have any resolutions that you've written for 2021? Um, what resolutions do I have? Yeah, I, I want to like listen to myself more and I want to like... Because honestly, I've always believed everything happens for a reason. And every time everything happens and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't think that was going to happen. I'm like, just trust yourself. Trust the process. Okay, that's a good one. Trust the process. I just want to trust the process more. 
And then you also were saying that you really like reading self-help books. So is there any one that you would recommend to our listeners? Yeah, so I recently read Seven is it Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. Yes, yes. it's it's a big one. Um it's so good and I, I, I don't really like books that are super complicated to understand. I mean I do but like not super super complicated. I really like this one because honestly it was easy to read in a way and super helpful and super popular. <laughs> Yeah, I hear about that one a lot, yeah. but it's because it's so great. It's by Stephen Covey, so I'll link that in the show notes as well. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was honestly so lovely to talk to you. Um, I wish you all the best in the rest of your gap year, and I'm also just so inspired by what you've already accomplished thank on your you gap so year. Thank you so much. <laughs> three takeaways from today's episode. It's kind of hard to do takeaways for these gap year episodes because I know that not all of you listening have taken a gap year, are planning on taking a gap year, or want to know anything about gap years, but I think there are definitely some lessons we can pull from Noemi's story that apply to everyone. So the first thing is that whenever you're pursuing some sort of passion, so Noemi said that hers were photography, skiing, and yoga, among other things, it's really nice to find some commitments that force you into some sort of a schedule, whether that is joining a club where you have to attend the meetings or signing up for a class where you can't just skip class. And not everything in your life has to be structured. So for example, Noemi had her YouTube channel and no one was telling her she had to upload videos to her YouTube channel. But I think in her experience and in my experience, I found that having some structured things in your life makes it easier to stay on top of the unstructured ones as well, if that makes sense. Like having to go to meetings and classes and stuff like that gives me more structure and motivation to do the things that no one is forcing me to do. The second takeaway is to be okay with plans changing. So I think that's a lesson that a lot of people have to learn and definitely a lot of people got a crash course in this past year. So Noemi was pretty disappointed when she wasn't able to travel to Australia, but then she realized that still a lot of good things came from her gap year. So things really worked out in the end. And then finally, my last takeaway, I love this phrase so, so much. A gap year is a year on, not a year off. I've been trying to say year off less, but I still catch myself doing it sometimes. I'll be like, oh yeah, I took I took a year off after high school to do photography and YouTube and whatever. And while it's not necessarily bad, I did take a year off from school. I think it just has a little bit of that connotation that you took a year off from everything, that it's supposed to just be a year of doing nothing and relaxing. And like Noemi said, watching Netflix. So as much as possible in my conversations, I'm trying to steer away from that language. I just have one Bliss Bean update for this week. We're having our second Viably meetup on Sunday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. So it's just going to be a fun little get together. I was thinking we could make Valentine's Day cards, but I will give you more information on what exactly we're going to do during it. And I'll also be posting more detailed instructions for how to sign up for it and actually access the meetup because I know people were a little bit confused last time. This time it's going to be at 11 a.m. Central. I try to include some of the time zones that were kind of left out last time so hopefully some new people can make it and finally my one recommendation for today i already mentioned this on my newsletter so i'm sorry if you have to hear it again but there's going to be this great event happening for gap year exploration month today actually if you're listening to this on wednesday 
It's going to be a talk about how to incorporate social change into your gap year, and it'll be hosted by the founders of Justice in June. So if you can't attend the event, please, please, please check out justiceinjune.org. It's this really great resource. I'm going to read this straight from their website, but it says, Justice in June cultivates a community rooted in truth, inspires action, and is committed to awareness. So basically, there's three links on the website, 10 minutes, 25 minutes, or 45 minutes per day. How much can you commit? Each link takes you to a cat calendar with things to read, things to watch, and actions to take to help you educate yourself and become an active ally to the black community. So I will be at the event today. I hope to see you there, but if not, I had better see you on the website. Just kidding. Not in a threatening way, but I encourage you to check it out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your family and friends and leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about The Bliss Bean and connect with me on YouTube and Instagram at TheBlissBean and TheBlissBean.com. If you'd like to sign up to receive the show notes in your inbox every Wednesday morning, that's TheBlissBean.com podcast. If you have a listener question, comment, or suggestion, you can send a voice memo to hello at TheBlissBean.com. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.